Welcome to the Off Plan On Air podcast, a podcast by Excelsior Real Estate in Dubai with your host, Nick Grassick. Okay, welcome back to Off Plan On Air. Once again, we have a room full. Uh, it's a rather transient phase at the moment. Sav has just returned from a family wedding in Sydney. Hello, mate. Hello. Matt has just gotten over his birthday. I won't mention the number. I shan't embarrass you about that. 21, 21 again. And I think it's fairly safe to say Mitch has returned slightly rotund from a Thanksgiving family get together in the States. How much did Rez pay you for that one? <laughs> All right, cool. So we're going to have a chat this morning with regards to some recently announced, rather exciting news that. Dubai is set to get a new island. It will be called The Island. And it's set to house three significant hotels, two of which are infamous, or should I say famous, for its gambling establishment, certainly in, uh, in Vegas. It's going to house the MGM and also the Bellagio. Now, it's worth noting Dubai hasn't announced that it is intending to get a gaming, sorry, a gaming, that's the correct phrase. It has yet to announce that it is looking to secure a gaming license. We know that Rack is imminent with the win, but I wouldn't say it takes a rocket scientist to work out why the Bellagio and the MGM are looking to put up shop here. Guys, what are your thoughts? What do you think this is going to mean for the medium to long-term property market, Dubai as a whole, our stage in the global gaming uh, sector, what are your thoughts, boys? I don't remember the flight distance to Hong Kong, but I imagine it's we're somewhere in the middle. At least the region and whole is somewhere in the middle between the the U.S. market, Vegas, and Hong Kong. The other big sectors, there's some ones sprinkled in between. But for this to be a, a a middle point, which it's always been just for regular tourism and travel, uh, United Arab Emirates or the airline, excuse me, Emirates as a hub and spoke model. So connecting the Far East and, and Southern Asia. And Australia and the Pacific through to the rest of the world through Dubai as a portal is something that's already been happening and growing the last 10 years to add in a gaming industry and that would only help secure a little bit more tourism a little more revenue and then keep people here a little longer add some more industry as we talked about one of the earlier podcasts Sav and I were going back and forth on the development over the last 20 years and there's a, a a widening, a broadening of the available industries for people to come in and take part of, but also to work in. And this is just going to add another one to it. Um, yeah, I mean, the UAE was recently voted number one on the TripAdvisor. Um, what was it? The most visited? The, 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 the visitor's choice? The, the traveler's choice? Something like that. Traveler's it was voted choice, number one. Yeah. yeah. I think this is just going to fit on the basis that it does get the gaming license, which we can only assume. Um, we can say that the UAE is, is doing that, while Dubai isn't the UAE in general, and it's exactly. only an hour we, drive to... We saw, we saw what it did to Iraq when it was publicly announced, and then the property market just boomed. Yeah, there's been like half a dozen developments over there in the last, well, as many weeks, five, six weeks, that have just sold out exactly. immediately upon release. It's, yeah, but what's going to happen if and when they do announce Dubai has got its gaming license? Do you think that's going to affect rack because obviously why are people going to want to buy there to go and gamble there effectively when they can do it in dubai i, in a I much don't bigger, i, I don't anticipate this i had this with several asset managers at different funds that are involved in this space directly 
the same conversation. Wynn has already broke ground. They've already started their construction in Marjan Island within less than three years. Within 18 months to 36 months, you're going to have fully standing structures, functioning facilities and all these things. Is it 2026? 20, 20, 2027 now opens. Okay. It opens, but before that, that's the grand open. There's going to be infrastructure there in place. You'll be able to actually go touch, feel, smell it and see that it's actually fully functioning. And if they use the island space in Dubai that's already been proposed or where we're, we're assuming that the, the space is based on what they've released, whether they use the full facility or have to build in addition to that island like they've done in the past with other ones, you're still looking at a four or five year window to the islands ready, maybe sooner, and then another three to four years for construction. So you're still looking anywhere from four, eight, ten years before this is fully ready and operational. Yeah, I think that's fair, actually. I mean, the, the, the developments that certainly we've been selling in Rack, um, their typical lead time is two to two and a half years because the, 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 the casino is operational in, in three years' time. So 2027 course, is only three years away. We're almost into 2024, so yeah. it's not that far off. Yeah, I mean, if, if within three years, certainly the developments which, which we have been selling um, are due to complete two and a half to three years' time because they want to be up, up and running for, for when wind gets going. Um, I think you're going to have, as Mitch, as Mitch mentioned, I think you're going to have three four years of, of, of rack kind of having the monopoly in, in terms of um, a mature infrastructure which has gaming facilities and naturally the, the, you know, the, the, the accommodation that that, that, that 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 requires. It's already been a hidden gem for people that live inside Dubai know once you get a little bit uh, accustomed to Dubai life and you want to go out and explore a little more, that's already been a hidden gem. They've invested heavily in their infrastructure and marketing to show that that is the new millionaire's playground. Qatar... Billionaires. If you get to that level too, billionaires. Hmm. Although it's probably anywhere. The... Was it Qatar Airways? The private airways, so their chartered jets and their chartered private planes opened up additional pathways. I think 20-some flights per week. To Rack. To Rasul Yeah, Kema. yeah, yeah. It's Qatar so we talked Airways. To, so, From November last month it started. Right, so they're already putting a lot of that infrastructure in place, and you have to remember that even though the casino's away operational in three years, 2027, there's a lot of other sub-infrastructure that needs to happen, and there's an entire economy based on that. So you're going to have people moving to the area, they're going to have services, they're going to have restaurants, they're going to have things that you need because the people that are there working, not just the workers, which is a different demographic, but you also have the consultants, the architects, the engineers, the people there that yeah. aren't making that trip. It needs a complete yearly. village being built just to... And, that's, yeah, and you're getting on before, as the village itself is being built. So there's going to be some sustainability over the next three years until the win is actually ready. You're getting in on an early stage, able to take advantage of that rental yield, which will be significant, but it's going to hit a bigger increase in, in 2027. And that's when Dubai is just finally breaking ground on construction on the island. And on that, I mean, in terms of its location, so all that we've seen is obviously what's been published in the press and naturally it's a CGI render. It doesn't really tell us where it's going to be. It's a little bit muddy at the moment. I was speaking to a developer um, in relation to one of their projects that they have on Dubai Canal and trying to work out roughly where this is likely to be and would it impact either negatively or positively in terms of the projects which we currently work with this developer with. 
and we were trying to work out where it's going to be. I mean, from the image which has been released, you can see the Burj Al Arab in the immediate background, which would be an amazing location for something like this, to have one of the world's most iconic developments, the world's only seven-star hotel on your doorstep. It would, you know, it would be, be amazing. In that location, the largest parcel of land, which is offshore, therefore the island, is in around Um Sakim swimming beach. Now that land which is already there, I wouldn't suggest for a second is anywhere near of a sufficient size to house three hotels, never mind three incredible sized hotels. I think the keys that, that were being mentioned was around about 1500 a hotel. Have I got that wrong or I just made that up? Massive. Even if that's off, it's yeah. still going to be massive. They're not coming in on a small scale. It's not their, their MO. So if there isn't the land or the sand, which is currently there, it means it needs to be reclaimed. Now, we're not suggesting for, for a second it's going to be anywhere near the size of the palm, but it did take, it did take five years to, 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 to reclaim everything on the palm and then to start handing stuff over. So on the basis that it's only just been announced, I, I believe that the major contractor has been, already been appointed, which means your design and your engineers are already in place. Even if they kick off this at the early part of next year, I don't know where the plot's going to be, but I don't think there's anything which is currently available to start building upon immediately. Well, no, they're saying 3.5 million square meter is going to be the development. So there's nothing around there that's 3.5 million In that case, then you, 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 you know, I mean, let, let's obviously... You're obviously going to build it like they did the palm, right? Yeah, and engineering solutions have obviously advanced in the last 20 years. Yeah. So even if you cut down the time frame it's going to require to, to, to build the foundation, then you need to bring it up out of the ground and get it finished the, the, off. The palm is also intricate in its design. It's a palm tree, so it's designed to be a little yeah. fancier. So let's even say with your technological part, your advance three to four years. Yeah. Just to build a big square circle island, a simple one. And that's best case scenario, somewhere between three and five. Then you start building on there three to five again, and you're looking for six to 10 years out. Meanwhile, within three years, you're, you're receiving yields on some of these on some of these sooner than that. But three years, it starts to boom. And it's now one of the biggest names in the casino industry already there operational and a new millionaire's billionaire's playground. But just going back to that, I think that the rack needed something like this to put it on the map. Um, and since the announcement, this is when they've had their sort of biggest growth um, in, in, in demand. Um, I, I, my honest opinion is I don't think Dubai necessarily needs that. If, you're, if you want to go on a gambling holiday, you go to Vegas or, or somewhere of the likes. You don't go to Dubai, right? Dubai's got its own appeal. Yes, having casinos coming here potentially in the future would be another sort of uh, string to its bow, which would be great for, for, for tourists and, and people that want to come and do that. But I don't think it necessarily is a massive draw for Dubai. Dubai has its own draw, right? But, but on, on, the, on the flip side of that, I agree with you, it doesn't need it at this rate. But if the plan is to then compete on a global level as a yeah. top five city, you talk about arrows in your quiver, not your bow, I don't know if you're shooting multiple arrows out of your bow, but... Uh, they, it, it's lacking a few if it's going to compete. Yeah, it's, long it's a long-term conviction, right? So you literally have all these things set up in place for the next 20, 20, 30 years. And that's what I'm most excited about, to be perfectly honest, is how much more sustainable this is going to make Dubai. Because you've already, you know, we haven't established anything. We're, we're, we're four blokes sitting around um, having an atta. But on the basis that, you know, it, it, 
it may take four to eight years, that's just pushing out the, 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 the continued interest attraction for the population growth, you know? I mean, I... I but that's the same thing you could have said that 10 years ago. You know, yeah. like how Dubai will... What do you see Dubai in, in the next 10 years? And see where you are right now. You know, everybody is coming to Dubai. Give it or take. At first it was just Emirates and high salaries living off of the, the returns of the oil money. And then it turned into a little more established. Then you have Burj Khalifa. Then you have... A variety of other things. Then you get Expo. Now you have in the next five to ten years casinos. Now you have visas. You have different reasons different to visas. come to the always, Yeah. What's it's always next? going to be expanding. I mean, it's just not a short term. Like okay, next 10, 10 years, we'll make a casino. Let's bring everybody in. It's just a start, right? Yeah. So I mean, I've seen Dubai from nothing till now. Of course, you've been here. So only forty-seven. I mean, I eighty-four. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Done. Um, no, but I mean. I would have never imagined growing up over here thinking about a casino in the Middle East. Never. So here I am, casino is being announced in Iraq, Dubai, hopefully potentially soon. So it's just, it's, yeah. It just, and they're serious about it. They're not just putting out there because they already have actual gaming commissions. I know they, they stray away from the word gambling, but the gaming commissions they've already set up back in August, September. Yep. So they now have that, and it's led by people. Uh, there's a lot of U.S., but there's also a couple names from, from other countries that have experience building and developing these, these gaming products. Hotels, casinos, tournaments, other things. Abu Dhabi's now looking at it. I think it's just another, and they're very serious about it because they're setting up these, these commissions to regulate it. i tell you what's interesting is that it was only a couple of months ago that Caesars, Caesars Palace, that has been open for, what, three, four years on Blue Waters? Caesars Palace announced two, three months ago that they were pulling out of Blue Waters. It's going to, it's going to be rebranded. Um, it was widely anticipated for quite a while that it was going to be Caesars, which was going to be the spearhead of the gaming sector. You can only assume that Caesars caught wind of this a few months ago and thought, OK, well, we're not going to be on that island. Which, again, I personally, for whatever my opinion is worth, I think that just pours more fuel onto the... Um, Onto the theory that it is going to be a gaming island yeah, they, because they weren't invited. Caesars has actually got in the in the basement Caesars Palace on Blue Waters Island. It's actually got a set up ready casino, isn't it? It's just, it's just Does not it? I, I, I didn't know if that was an oh, yeah. myth. Is, is that in place? No. Look at the outlets. You don't need four thousand outlets right at casino uh, slot machine plug-in height. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all it's all set up for a casino. It's just not operational. It's just nothing there. I'd heard the same about Atlantis. I uh, don't know about Atlantis. I know Caesars Palace is all set up in the basement. It's all set up for a casino, so it's all ready. It's been there for years. But it's Maybe just, it's it makes sense because Blue Waters is an island. Yeah. Palm Jumeirah is an island, which is obviously where the Atlantis and Atlantis Royal is, is yeah. located. It could eventually turn into something a lot bigger between this gaming island, then you have the Atlantis aspect, then you have, or at least, or at least the new Atlantis, the Royal Atlantis, whichever one. One's going to remain family-oriented. But then you have this other one. And then you have Blue Waters Island. You could have a trio of islands in Dubai. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It could become bigger than any other casino hub in the world. Which gives, wouldn't surprise me, considering, considering a long-term grand vision. I mean... Well, the number of millionaires that, that this country is attracting at the moment is by an incredible margin, much greater than anywhere else. So it makes sense to provide these kind of leisure, I think, is that 
American. I think we say leisure. leisure. In, uh, we say in leisure. In, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Certainly in Birmingham, we say leisure. <laughs> <laughs> definitely don't say that. Trying to distance myself. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like you know, the the, the, the gaming and the, and, and the the leisure sector, it's it's perfectly targeted towards that demographic who's moving over here. We've already spoken on spoken to that on several earlier podcasts about the change in demographics and how you're having a flood of high net worth individuals, business owners, operators, millionaires, and Matt mentioned a few odd billionaires as well, making this either their home or a significant spot they stay throughout the year or bring their enterprises over for a variety of reasons, put it all together. So in terms of real estate, as we are loosely speaking a real estate podcast, in terms of the, the surrounding area of where this proposed site, look, it needs to be along that coastline because it's gonna be an island. It's nestled close to the Burj Al Arab. Looking at the map, you have the Umsakim night swimming beach. Just up from there, you have Kite Beach. Now that is such a popular spot. I will be gobsmacked because of how much that's been developed over the years, if it goes anywhere near that. Slightly further up, you then have um, the kite surfing, uh, sorry, the, the, the kite and surfing beach. And then slightly further up from that, you've got Dubai Canal. So even if it were to go somewhere around by Kite Beach or the Kite and Surf Beach, the whole of that area, with the exception of City Walk, um, is old Dubai. Yeah, it's not freehold. None so of that can be purchased by expatriates. Yeah, exactly. At the moment. So if you do build real estate that can be... Um, so with uh, no competition. Exactly. And also prices at a massive premium, right? Yeah. The prices yeah, you know. are going to be... On the article, it says the longest stretch of waterfront ever developed in Dubai. So yeah. either they're going to be developing an I, entire I, whole island in front to make it purchasable. That would be huge. I mean, just up from where we're talking, you have Jumeirah Bay. Now, Jumeirah Bay at the moment is going to be billionaire, if it isn't already, billionaire's right. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, Jumeirah Bay is the place that people come to. Yeah. And it's... It's sand at the moment, you know. I mean, some of the homes um, which have been which have been commissioned and, and, and designed out there are incredible. We were fortunate enough to be able to sell something in Jumeirah Bay, so you know we've 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 got an idea of the kind of things that are happening over there. So, in terms of the real estate which will be coming up in association with this new gaming island, yes, yeah, it's going to be significant. And then you just have the natural overspill into the surrounding areas. So, you know, in terms of locations that we would potentially be recommending to our client base at the moment, um, in and around Umsakim and Jumeirah, this is all what's termed as old Dubai. It's not freehold, as Matt has said. It cannot be purchased by know. expats. You never know. Anything's possible. Um, so the nearest then areas to that, I mean, you have downtown off towards one side, See, it's, uh, and then you have Palm Jumeirah, Dubai Marina, you know, you, you, you've got the areas that, that we've typically always worked in. So off the coast of Umsakim, near Jumeirah Public Beach. So it's, you literally have that whole stretch in the front, just right next to... The uh, Shakes Island. Yeah. So you've got the public beach and then the Umsakim night beach, and then you go up to Kite Beach. I think it's going to be, if they take that parcel of, 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 of let's call it land, off. but yeah, and then they, they, they expand on from that. Yeah. Extend it outwards. No, that would make sense. 
Because there's nothing there. No. And you just have to lay on sand and make it extended. That's it. You're talking to the right of Public Beach, to the north of Public Beach? Yeah. Yeah. yeah you've already got that. You've got a good base. It's already got an entrance and exit. You would have to do some significant traffic improvement there. Because that place, say, that we place think is We think Jamira Beach Road is bad at the moment. Oh, my God. <laughs> 5,000 people coming over for a gaming weekend. I don't know. That private island next to, to Bulgari, Bulgari Island, also. Ooh, really how is that pronounced? That's how I say it. Okay. Bulgur, the, the thing. Yeah. I don't know if that's the correct way or not. I, I, I what did he say? No one. Yeah. Oh, you're the brand man in the room. Go on, repeat it again. Uh, the brand with the <laughs> A and the E. <laughs> I would say Bulgari, but Mitch pronounced it with a certain flair. Go on. Bulgari. Bulgari. Yeah, it's more Bulgari, yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> so he's the brand cockney in the room. We're going leisure. to off topic here. We're going yeah. to have leisure at Bulgari. <laughs> uh, guys, anything else you want to throw in? Look at, look at the way Monaco developed. They had a nice strategic plan the last 50, 70 years. And it's, long, it's, it's hard to think in terms of 50 and 70 years, but not all of that is in Dubai. The hard work of 20 to 40 years has already been done. So now you're looking at the next 20 years. And if you're looking at a long-term investment for generational wealth or to put your family on a path forward, Dubai has already been proving itself as, as somewhere for high rental yields, low entry price, and something that's forward-oriented. Add in this, and it starts to just blow up into these other major casino millionaire hubs, and you can get in at a level that's really affordable and more realistic before it starts to take off to even crazier levels. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, this really is, as far as what this could potentially be, this is grand zero, so to speak. Cool. Ciao. Thanks, guys. Thank you. See ya.